Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We have a fun episode to talk about today. First things first, we watched Marriage Story. And second of all, we watched Watchmen. And I'm kind of excited to talk about Watchmen because I think it is a really good example of a show that I especially would never watch. I as in Taylor. (laughs) And um, so it was kind of a fun experiment to see how I would like it. And I guess you'll have to stay tuned to hear on if I say yeah dog or no dog <laughs> i was expecting to hear yay or nay so it was a very pleasant surprise it up. yeah dog <laughs> nah dog a very white girl yeah dog and that's also not like a reference to the show at all <laughs> yikes it's just like words <laughs> so but we have a lot of fun tv news well at least i think we do mm-hmm. i know i do so i'm sure you do too yeah because i'm sure there's some overlaps so let's hear something from you. Yeah, let's um start with something that I think we're both going to be stoked about. Um, our favorite actor, cousin Greg. I knew <laughs> you were going to this one. <laughs> he is going to star in a limited series all about um the WeWork founder Adam Newman, which is a big drama in the startup world. There's like always something new and. I personally find it very entertaining because I almost worked for that. Yeah. I think about you every time I hear, like, or see a new headline. And um, it's also, like, another weird story in the line of, like, young um, people that, like, were kind of supposed geniuses mm-hmm. and, like, all these weird quirks in their businesses they're starting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's already very fascinating. And then to cast Nicholas Braun as him is going to be just... It's going to be great. Ugh. And I'm not sure, like, which uh, streaming service or channel it's going to be on. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that either, actually. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's being shopped around or what, but he's been cast and can't, can't, can't wait. Did you see that Netflix is uh, going to have a new scripted series that's inspired by, that talks about the launching of Spotify? No. I didn't. And also, I don't even... I'm realizing I don't even know the story. Yeah, apparently there's a book called Spotify Untold. The industry-shaking launch of Spotify. Wow. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I am, too. I mean, uh, the only thing I know about that is anywhere close to that is, like, Napster. (laughs) Which, now I'm realizing I feel like I know the story based on what Italian job taught me. (laughs) Um, But cool. Um, one thing that, uh, I saw, which is not a surprise at all, is that Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is renewed for a fourth season. Oh. Assumed that was going to be a given. But I'm it surprised was they haven't just, like, given them five more seasons. You know, I know. How they do that? Yeah. Especially, I feel like especially Prime does that. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> um, Euphoria is going to be back in 2020, which we never talked about that on this sh- podcast really but i watched it and i loved it so i'm excited about it yeah and i still that's like a to-do yeah for me it's weird how little i've heard about it it was all it was like the big thing of the summer yeah and, and then, then now kind of, that it's like award season and stuff and there's it's been kind of quiet crickets 
One thing that I wanted to touch on briefly, um, because he's on a TV show, technically. Uh, well, actually, I do have TV news that has to do with him, too. Really? Because, so, him and his wife have a... You, we still don't... Should we say we who haven't it is? said his name yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, today, <laughs> this is Monday, December 16th. Just so you know, Kumail Nanjiani posted these photos of his new Marvel-sponsored body. <laughs> and, like, I am proud of him that he worked that hard, but I'm scared. <laughs> it's not the Kumail I know, no. you know? And um, I'm sure he's just as funny, but... Yeah, I'm sure he's the same. Even his wife posted, like... She's really proud. He's he always works. She says he, he my husband works hard for every role role he takes. But he's worked hard in many new ways for this one, and he's the same. Like she talks about how they played video games all day, and so he's still the same Camille. But I'm like, well, Chris Pratt is a very different Chris Pratt now. Yeah, you is. know, not yeah. that I think that I I just don't know. It just it just is unfamiliar territory. Yeah. Well, so him and his wife have a TV show on Apple TV. Oh, and his wife's name is Emily Gordon. Yes. We should say that. We should. That actually is a big deal. I, um, so they both have a TV show called Little America on Apple Plus. And I don't, it hasn't even aired yet, but it already got renewed for a second season. So. When I do trust both of them. Double ties into what we were already talking about. Perfect. So, Um, yeah. It is funny, too, the timing of him dropping it because, like, Silicon Valley just finished and that is, like, very off-brand for his Silicon Valley character mm-hmm. to, like, be, like, a beefcake. Mm-hmm. And so now it's, like, now he can post what he looks yeah, like, like now. Yeah, like, the series finale was this last week, so now he can post. Yeah, it's just, it's very interesting. Um, Speaking of beefcakes, <laughs> Nick Jonas and Priyanka. <laughs> he is a total beefcake. Um, are bringing an unscripted series about the Indian pre-wedding tradition Sanjeet to Amazon. Interesting. Like, following other couples? I have zero idea. I haven't read anything. Hmm. Can't wait for Nick to teach me about that. (laughs) I'm hoping Priyanka will take the lead. Yeah. I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows these days. The last thing I had was the really cute kid from... Um, Jojo Rabbit is supposed to be in a new Disney Plus Home Alone reboot. The glasses one? Mm-hmm. Archie Yates. Oh my gosh. So. Well, he was the cutest, like, boy ever non-puppy kid thing ever. <laughs> yes. He's, like, as cute as Baby Yoda. Agreed. Who's legitimately so cute. All right. For our top three... We're going to piggyback off of Marriage Story and do our husband slash soon-to-be ex-husband, the person that might have led to our divorcing of our husband, the other man that we might have cheated on our husband with, Mm -hmm. if you're still following, (laughs) and um, the new man post-divorce that we've learned lessons and settled down. Yeah, it's like a, could be a better fit. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, who's your husband slash soon-to-be ex-husband? The one you decide to go through with a divorce. Okay, I, the man I am divorcing is 
Craig from Degrassi. Mm. Um, he, my thought process was who's someone that if I had gotten kind of impulsively married when I was young, it would have been to one of my old crushes, which would be more like him who as an adult, I would never, ever want to be involved with, Mm -hmm. but he's like very, very cute and wants to be a rock star, but he's also like not emotionally stable, mm-hmm. he's very reactive and not reliable, um, but he was hot, so I had a crush on him when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got married a little too young situation. Yeah, we're like young rock stars on kids? the road. Uh, ideally, no, okay, great. especially after watching Marriage Story. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, well, my ex soon to be ex husband, I chose Kendall Roy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to choose someone who a had a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be broke <laughs> with this. Um, and also like he has the potential to be a good dad. Hopefully, he can get over his drug problem and like be a good dad. Yeah. Um, he has a lot of love inside. Yeah. So I was like trying to think of someone who like doesn't suck that much. Yeah. But yeah. So I chose him to be my soon to be ex-husband. That's a great one. Plus he's like broken inside and so you could probably yeah. get a lot of stuff out of him. Totally. And like I think we could still be like he's still like uh semi-friendly with his ex-wife. Totally. Like he he sides with her. Yeah. When there's conflict with his family and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, no, he would be a great ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who is the other man? Who did you cheat on Craig with? Well, um, and for this, I was thinking as I was like, who would I be attracted to and interested in, but like wouldn't actually want to actually have a real relationship with them? Mm-hmm. And I said uh, Nick Miller on New Girl. Oh, yeah interesting i like it especially well and especially because like like early mid series Mm -hmm. new girl when he's like like figuring he's not even really figuring anything out yet yeah it's just kind of like a loser wasting potential (laughs) i feel like i would have a lot of fun with him (laughs) and especially if i'm like stressed out about my marriage it's like it wouldn't be a stressful fling i'm imagining very stressful yeah it would literally just be no very, thought at all very low key yeah. <laughs> mostly physical <laughs> yeah um mine i went with someone i'm severely attracted to but basically sucks as a person but is really good at just pretending like it's just you and them when you're together and I like not wait to hear who this is. uh but yeah, never want to be in an actual relationship with them, and I wouldn't be like sad. I wouldn't get attached to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe in real life I would, but here I'm saying I wouldn't. But it's Don Draper. Ooh, that's a great. Okay, he doesn't want anything. No, he'll like be mean to you if you do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so like it's perfect for it's me. It's totally good. It's like the quote that Betty even says. She's like, "Oh, like the the I ruin our relationship by loving him or something like <laughs> yeah. that." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. He's just, like, standing on a street corner waiting for women that he can <laughs> cheat with. Exactly. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, it ruined my marriage with Kendall Roy, but it's for the best, probably. Yeah, man. I'm imagining those two in a room together. Yeah, hopefully Kendall doesn't find out and beat him up. 
I feel like Kendall uh, he would, would try. Be, uh, yeah. Actually, Don Don would pull through. I feel like Don would have. Yeah, he would have the upper hand. I think yeah. Kendall would be too He's sad. Taller, I think. Yeah. Okay, who is your new guy that you just learn your all of the lessons from and settle down with? Um, this one was hard because there's a lot of guys that seem like they're good, but they're actually dirt bags. Yeah, and a lot of the nice ones I've used several times before. Yeah. Um, obviously my mind went to Coach Taylor, but I didn't want to break up his marriage. Uh huh. Um, actually, all these people are probably taken really in. The reality of their shows. But I went with Ben Wyatt. Mm, Yeah. He's like, he's kind of an obvious one because he is a good guy, but not a boring guy. Yeah. And um, we have similar interests. Mm -hmm. He's nerdy and is very, he's chill. And I feel like after my super dramatic marriage that I would have with Craig, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that he would just be like a really, like, um, Calm influence yeah. without being dull. That'd be a very different life. Yeah, I would. Now that I'm thinking about this, it's like TV shows need to have more just averagely good dudes on it. Seriously. <laughs> because I also had a hard time, and the person I chose is someone I know I've cho- chosen before. Okay. Um, but You could be like, your, like a childhood sweetheart or something. <laughs> He's from your past. Yeah. And um, it's Randall from This Is Us. Um, Is that Sterling K. Brown's character? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I think I'm also breaking them up, but I also stopped watching when they led viewers to believe that they were getting divorced, but I don't think they actually do. I don't really know. Um, Hmm. So I might be causing a divorce for them, too, but that's okay. (laughs) It's fine. We're happy together, and... This leads... It kind of ties to Watchmen, how it takes place in, like, an alternate universe from our current universe. So this is, like, an alternate alternate TV universe. Yes, exactly. So I guess I could have picked Coach Taylor, but... Even he might be too intense for me after my marriage, you know? Yeah, true. Very, very true. Well, I have not watched This Is Us, but I know I can trust Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, you can. Wow, we have some good good love life to ha- look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to end up okay. <laughs> well, on that note, Marriage Story, Netflix original, created by, how do you pronounce his last name again? Bombach. Yeah, Noah Bombach. Married to, are they married? I or actually just don't partners? know. I think, I think they're, they're just partners. partners. To Greta uh, Gerwig. Yeah, and they're romantic and professional partners. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a baby together, and Greta and that baby were on the cover of Vogue this year, this month, and it was it was so beautiful. It's breathtaking. Anyway, it led the nominations for uh, Golden Globes, interestingly enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to say, when the, pre- uh, when the preview for this movie came out, uh, what feels like ages ago, I was yeah, very excited. Um, it stars Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, and I love Adam Driver. Um, I don't love Scarlett Johansson all the time, but I was very excited about it, especially just because I love his, uh, Noah's movies a lot. Mm-hmm. 
So I was extremely excited about it. And I think if I'm being honest, I might have overhyped it. So I might have kind of ruined it for myself. I didn't hate it. I just did not love it, love it as much as I thought I would. I didn't mm-hmm. fall in love with it, even though I really, really, really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I I liked it. I did not. I didn't love it either. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the performances were pretty good, especially the supporting cast. Yes. I think that the supporting... I, and I was like, actually, I really did like every performance in it, and I don't want to be like just only complaining about Scarlett Johansson either. Yeah. Because I do feel, I feel like that kind of gets cliched, but I feel like especially in this movie, she was very overshadowed. Mm-hmm. And Taylor brought up the point earlier when we were kind of talking about it is that it's a lot of that could have been writing mm-hmm. just because um, I felt like the movie, it was, they were trying to show both sides, but I didn't feel any sympathy for her character really no. at all. Even though like on paper I should have. Yeah. In some, in like a lot of ways. Like he cheated, uh, I'll cut that out. I guess that's a spoiler. But but, yeah, I mean, but yeah, agree. (laughs) But like, I feel like, and I'm sure that if it, if Adam Driver hadn't been so good in the movie, Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't have felt so sympathetic towards him. But I felt like he, much more than her character, like I felt a lot of, um, like worry for him mm-hmm. and just so much more sympathy from hit where he was coming from. And normally I wouldn't sympathize with kind of like the one who did seem like he was kind of being a little bossy in their decisions he made as a couple and like, Oh, boohoo, your art. Mm-hmm. But I, I actually did feel for him more. Well, I felt like he was actually trying Yeah, he had to sacrifice more. Scarlett Johansson was not. And she was making it hard. And I just felt like the whole time I just wanted to shake both of them because it was like they're basically getting divorced because they don't know how to communicate their feelings. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've seen kind of more um, traumatic relationship stories being told. And I know that's probably the point, that it's like this is like a normal thing that happens to people all the time. Yeah. But even then, so, I don't really feel like their divorce was, like, that normal. Because it really was actually kind of, um, like, a friendly divorce. Like, they were still on, like, pretty good terms. Yeah. And I thought that, like, it was mostly... A lot of it had to do with, like, the legal system, which I thought was interesting. But I think that they only got into the tricky legal system situation because of their lack of communication and, like... Stupid decisions. Yeah. Because it was really, like, it all started, like, from just, like, a suggestion. Yeah. But, like, they had all the tools to not be in that situation. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, I would understand if someone who was, like, poor and, like, manipulated into being in that situation. But it didn't really seem like that was what the story, the story that they were trying to tell. Yeah. If that makes sense. And even then, I feel like there would be, like, more of a clear good guy, bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was, yeah. I feel like it's just, I do, I completely agree. I want to jump on what you said about the legal system. Mm -hmm. Because that was, for me, that was, like, kind of the main thing, new thing that the movie brought. Because I've never seen such a kind of a detailed depiction of what it really means to get divorced Mm -hmm. from someone. 
and um especially like the custody battles and stuff like that like i feel like i've seen kind of like maybe more dramatized versions of it like i don't know in random shows and stuff yeah but this it's felt like it felt very realistic and mm-hmm. was like oh my gosh that is so stressful yeah um the last thing i will also say is i didn't ever really feel a connection to them as a couple so i th- felt like that is what made me not really feel that sad when they were getting divorced because they never really show them happy and like in love. And I thought that was kind of an interesting decision because I really didn't really care that they were getting divorced. I only cared because it was sad for their child. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. I'm, as you're saying that I'm thinking of like 500 days of summer, for example, that Mm -hmm. shows, the start and end of of, an, of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And even though I feel like that was probably a worse relationship, like had less of a, had a weaker foundation, mm-hmm. but I still like felt more kind of attached to like the initial flirtations and mm-hmm. like the happy times, mm-hmm. even though like the point of that movie, especially as I think we, as we all get older watching it, it's like, oh yeah, this was like pretty... It's just, like, not a well-communicated relationship either. Yeah. But I didn't... Yeah, I felt more attached to that, like, way flimsier one than an actual whole marriage. Yes. Agreed. I will... I do have to come clean. I did... I did get teary-eyed at one point towards the end. Yeah. And I did so it's too. like, I couldn't just... I can't just pretend, like, oh, I was not emotional at yeah. all. But, like, there was one part. But I would chalk that up to the acting. Yeah. Because it was... I thought... I think Adam Driver was great. I think that he's... I've never seen a movie that he's not great in. Yeah. Or show. Agreed. So there you have it. Hot takes on Marriage Story. Yeah. I wanted to talk about Marriage Story last week because it kind of tied into Marvelous Mrs. Maisel with, like, divorce. Mm -hmm. But Jordan hadn't watched it yet, so we gave it to... (laughs) We gave it some time and talked to talk about it this week. So it doesn't really tie in at all to Watchmen, but... Yeah, oh, not well. really. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're just going to have a clunky transition into HBO's Watchmen. <laughs> yes. They share the fact that they both dropped this month. <laughs> um, Watchmen is a really tough one to approach in the podcast because we don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. And so much changes episode by episode. Yes. Um, um, it's So it's on HBO, and it's based off of the graphic novels slash movie Watchmen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So One can- graphic novel. Okay. And I won't sum up the entire plot of that, because even... It's very, like, complicated story on its own. Yes. The original source material is very complicated, but basically, I think what you would need to know is that, like, in this, it's, like, happening in an alternate uh, reality of in the United States, mm-hmm. and there's a group of vigilantes, none of whom actually have superpowers. They are just fighting crime outside of, like, official government stuff. And, yeah, so that's basically it. Um like, that's, that's who the Watchmen are. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, it's alternate history in that, like, in this reality, the United States won the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And so there's things that are very different as a result of that. Correct. And so that, so the, the graphic novel and movie take place in 1985, post-Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And um, so the HBO series, I mean, it jumps around a lot with the timeline too, but where you begin is in present day. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. Like September 2019. Yeah. Um, I had never watched the movie, but Jordan and some friends recommended that it was probably best for me to watch the movie before watching the show. And I definitely didn't regret watching the movie before, but I think you could, I think you could basically figure it out if you've never watched the movie. I don't think you would be like, I don't get any of this. Why am I watching this? I think you would still understand the basics of the plot and also appreciate the HBO series as a whole. Totally. Because there are the, I feel like the majority of the plot in the HBO series is self-contained. Yes. Um, there are some things, there are definitely some, especially like in the visuals that are like callbacks to the novel and the movie, mm-hmm. but it is, it's more like the Easter egg thing, kind of like when we watched Castle Rock, Stephen King, yeah. like there's a lot of stuff in that that I wouldn't have mm-hmm. gotten. And especially because like if you're patient, things do get paid off. Yeah, that was actually what I was going to say next is you may be watching it and have a lot of questions and think oh, I'm sure that people who watch the movie are understanding this, but that's actually not really true, I learned. And yeah, (laughs) um, those questions will be answered just later on. Yeah, and I was even uh, doing some reading um, after the finale aired. There's even some, like, other materials that HBO is providing that, like, provide more context. Oh, interesting. Which is... Yeah, which is, like, kind of cheating, but, like, yeah. kind of ties in with the way that the even the graphic novel is, because there's, like, side, like, they'll include, like, chapters from fake textbooks and stuff, so it kind of is, like, kind of, like, a media mash thing of, like, oh, like, there's also this blog that they're publishing, things like that, so yeah. it kind of, it kind of ties in. Um, one thing I was thinking about when I watched it, I was like, this is kind of how it felt when I was watching the OA. Interesting. Some things how I was just, but it's, it's like different because so many of these characters are coming from other source material. Mm -hmm. So like, they're like canonical DC characters and stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas the OA was like all just invented. Yeah. But kind of how it was just like, where is this going? And it's just like. I don't know. What is happening? What does it mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good comparison. I was shocked that I really, really enjoyed Watchmen, and I was really glad I watched it. I don't think I would have watched it had did if we did not have this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think, like, if I watched it, I probably wouldn't have recommended it to you. No, I don't I would think like, so I don't either. think you'll like it, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, like, superhero stuff is, like, very not my thing. I'm a very reality-based type of watcher. But they did a really, really great job of making almost everything feel reality-based. And if it wasn't, there was, like, usually some sort of humor to it. Yeah. It's very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Or it was, like, they did their best. Like, when they have to show, like, a giant blue man, they... 
they did it in a way that was like still aesthetically pleasing and at times maybe it would feel a little cheesy but like they did what they could and I don't know what else they could have done better to not make it feel that way is kind of how I felt about it yeah it's like it's a comic book series that but like they take it seriously yeah and it's like really beautiful so it's like aesthetically pleasing which is important to me. Yeah, the visuals were amazing. Yeah, and like all of the uh, effects, effects were really cool. Mm-hmm. And the music was really cool. The music was really great. I loved the um, every episode's like intro and like episode name. They would do it in like a really cool way, which I always appreciate. Yeah, I love when they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we should call out like the main cast. Yeah, Regina King. Yeah, Regina King crushed it. She really did. And I was like, it was funny when they announced this because I was like, oh, is she like action-y? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. She is. She pulls it off badass. like crazy. She's super badass. Um, Yaya Abdul Mateen II plays her husband. Very He's hot. Very hot. Very, very good. He is, Um, he was in the Black Mirror episode, the one where with the video game avatars. I cannot remember the name <laughs> of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in the greatest showman. And I remember thinking he was hot, but like didn't. But it's like no one really talked about him back then. Um, but yeah, and apparently he was an Aquaman, which I never saw. Me neither. Um, Jeremy Irons is in it. He's really good at it. He's really really weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Gene Smart is in it, and um, Tim Blake Nelson was in it. The Looking Glass guy, and I've seen him in a lot of random stuff like um notably holes and oh brother where art thou mm-hmm. and he, i thought he was very good in yes, this he did great he's usually like more um silly and like overlooked and stuff and so seeing him in like much more confident role mm-hmm. he was really good yeah um oh another really interesting uh person is um james uh woke yes from mad men yes who is, uh, what is his last name? In my, obviously, his first name is Bob because he is in the iconic line, not great Bob. He's Bob. <laughs> um, Bob Benson. Yes. He is in this a lot, too, and he was he was really good. Yeah, we were saying he kind of had a Coach Taylor vibe to him. Yeah, because, like, I never would have really thought they looked alike, but now I think they're, like, twins. twins. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really good cast. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was good. Even because, like, I feel like, too, there were some times when I was, like, watching it almost self-consciously that I was like, I cannot believe I made Taylor watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, I'm really, really glad that you ended up really liking it. Yeah, Because it is super, it is a super weird show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the, that tongue-in-cheekness of it mm-hmm. is, like, it's like the, the people in the show are, like, as WTF as you are. Yes. And that's really... It makes it fun. Yeah. And I think the writing and the stories and, like, the plots were um, interesting and mm-hmm. um, juicy, I would say. Yeah, very, very addictive and, like, great... Just great straight-up drama. Yeah. That, like, just... I was I was really into, like, kind of the mysteries that were going on. Yeah. And I had no idea really how they were going to intertwine. And I don't really know if I fully understand everything. No, we're still processing. Yeah. So we that means we need more people to watch it so they yes, can talk please. to us about it. So. Yeah. I need a map. 
I should look online for that. Yeah, I really do. And it's one of those shows where I feel like the more I even think about it, the more I appreciate it and like it. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. So, even if you think you wouldn't like it, maybe you should try it. Yeah. This was... I had a nice little slice of humble pie. Because I think I usually am like, I know exactly what I like. And if I learned anything, especially from this episode, is that I didn't really like Marriage Story and I really liked Watchmen, which is crazy to me. so crazy. If you... You should know me from listening to this podcast and be as shocked as I am. But it's just the cold, hard truth. Well, and that's fun. That's part of the fun of even having this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Which is, it's like another thing that reminded me of the OA, how I was like, I didn't really want to watch that. And I ended up being like, huh, that was actually like really thought provoking. Yeah. And now you're like using it to compare to other shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely recommend. Love to see it. And no, it's something you're going to have to focus on. It's hard. Yes. It's not just a show that you can have on in the background, which, like, I love a show like that as much as the next person. This is one you have to focus. Yeah, which I actually appreciated. Totally. Yeah, I watched it with the subtitles on, which is, like, kind of a, that new habit I've adap- adopted. Yeah, I always do that. But it really helps me. Yeah. Even just keeping characters straight when it mm-hmm. says, like, who's talking sometimes. So, anyway, yeah, we recommend it. Yes, we do. Well, so... Who is your crush of the week? I mean, we already kind of talked about three men that we would want to be in a relationship with in some way or somehow, but who's yeah. another one? So my crush this week, I have to go with Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. Yeah, he was very hot. He's so hot. And he was like, he has a lot to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of different stuff to do in this over the course of this season. And um, he he did a good job. Yeah, with all of them. Yeah, all the different things he had to do. Yeah, and I <laughs> and um, it's fun. Like I couldn't have picked him because I feel like our unspoken rule or spoken rule is that like we can't pick people from the shows we're discussing for our top threes. But he would be a great husband to settle down. Oh with. yeah, totally. But yeah, it was impossible not to crush on him. I also I did hate how attracted I was to Bob Benson. In this, the yeah. senator. Yes. But but he didn't have my that's heart. That's kind of what they wanted us to do, you know? Yeah. See, they, they, they could predict that yeah. of our taste. Yes, they could. Well, my crush of the week is Adam Driver. I just love that quirky little guy, you know? I was looking, one time I did a Twitter poll to see who thought he was attractive. And it was like split 50-50. I bet you if I did it again, it would change. I think more people are on the Adam Driver bandwagon. Totally. Which is so funny because I feel like Star Wars really helped people with that. Yeah, which is interesting. Which I don't find his hottest roles. No. Just love that guy. I think it it's... Uh, he, when you look so distinctly and then that you're that good of an actor and can kind of like get lost in roles, yeah. that's when you know they're like an amazing actor. Totally. It's like Meryl Streep. Like she has a very distinct look. Yes. But she can be anybody. Now I'm just imagining Meryl, Meryl Streep in those high pants from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh. Well, go watch Marriage Story and then Palette Cleanse with Watchmen. <laughs> it couldn't be more different, but it's like a late ad in the game for being one of the best shows of the year. Yeah, I agree. It was great. Let us know if you watch it. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.